Hi, this is Annie Fox for Family Confidential, Secrets of Successful Parenting. My guest today is Ginny Goodmanson. Ginny is the founder and the editor of TechWithKids.com. She's also the Kid Tech columnist for USA Today. And she is the author of iPad Apps for Kids for Dummies. Today we're going to be talking about apps for kids that teach social and emotional learning. Hi, Ginny. Welcome to Family Confidential. Hi, Annie. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time. You know, um, we're moving towards the summer months, and um, I think about kids. I remember my own childhood. I wanted to be outside because I grew up back east, and my mom was always saying, go and play outside. But today's kids, often when they have unstructured or free time, they're interfacing with some kind of screen. And I know that as an app developer myself and and for you as someone who really um, values quality in apps for kids, I want to make sure that any screen time they have is screen time worth having. So I wanted to devote our time together to talk about your recommendations for, um, for apps, specifically apps that teach social and emotional learning. Right. And it's a hot new area, Annie. Um, <clears throat> you know, when we first started in the app world, we saw a lot of how do you do math? How do you do reading? Right. You know, maybe a few little science, but I mean, the big focus was on those sort of the math and um, language arts skills. So it's interesting as we as the app world has grown and we've seasoned a little bit, we now are finding app developers tackling all sorts of interesting questions through apps. And it's sort of amazing what you can expose children to. And I love that they're thinking this way because what we used Me to too. call drill and kill um, kind of <laughs> choices here. Yeah. You're either shooting something down or, yeah. or you were just practicing um, multiplication tables. And right. this is fascinating to me that people's imaginations are expanding. So they say, well, wait a minute. These kids love these devices and they love this kind of play. How can we give them other kinds of things that they need to know? Right. And, and social-emotional learning is sort of one of the key hot hotbeds these days, you know, that it is something that, that teachers and, and um, even parents are paying attention to, that, you know, you don't come out fully baked in terms of emotional-social learning. And it is something that we need to talk about as parents, as teachers, as um, kids develop, those issues become a lot more complicated. And so it's interesting, the apps, again, we're seeing it in the app space, Annie, so that you've got things for little toddlers, and they and we go all the way up to the teens on, on the kind of issues that they deal with as well, and being dealt with in apps. So let's talk about some recommendations for parents who sure. are um, viewing and listening to this podcast, starting with the young ages. Sure. So one of the really fun, very early ones is um, an app that call, is called Make Me Smile. <laughs> and, the, and it's really, I mean, it is actually for two and three-year-olds. It wow. could go up to four. But the concept is that there's going to be a series of big monsters who aren't at all scary. They're colorful and, and sort of fluffy. Um, but they are expressing emotions that are not happy emotions. So you might see one crying or they're just sad. And the and the concept is the, the app asks the child if they can help make the monster happy. And they do it by touching them. And so when they touch a monster, all of a sudden, the whole expression and the 
physical movement of the monster changes. And, and the concept behind this app is that you're teaching children very early on um, empathy and that there are different emotions. Now, one of the other really fun things from a parent point of view on this app, and it's one of those reasons that I just love it, is it has a feature where, ki- where parents can turn on the camera of the device And while the child is looking at the sad monster, you can see your child's empathetic response. And then when they touch it and it starts to giggle, inevitably your child is going to giggle too. I mean, these are really charming characters. Oh, that sounds wonderful. And so you watch as a parent, you can set it up to take 10 or 20, 20 photos very quickly in a row. So you can see the progress of what happens watching your child interact with the monsters. It's, it's really magical. It's, a, it's sort of one of those great ways of keeping sort of a history of what happens with your child. Yeah, that's really interesting. On another mm-hmm. level, too, I was thinking maybe not for a two-year-old, but for a three- or four-year-old, the parent might then share those photos. Exactly. I think there is a real discussion. Yes, yeah, see what your face looked like. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole concept here, and, you, you know, and again, I always encourage parents um, to actually take whatever they're lear- doing in an app situation and apply it in the real world. So, you know, do fun things with your kids about what what does this expression mean, you know, and <laughs> and play with. Um, and can you make me your frustrated face? Can you make me your happy face? You know, all of those sorts of things. It's just furthering that discussion. So at that very young age, that's one of the things you're trying to do. That's great. Um, for older children? Well, I was just going to say, I'd like to yeah. talk one more. Okay, just, go for it. If you don't mind, it's a little bit older in that preschool age. And it and it's coming out of PBS Kids. And it plays with Daniel the Tiger from, you know, the Fred Rogers era. Of course, era. Rogers so Neighborhood. We, yes, we love him. And um, so this one is called Daniel Tiger's Griffic Feelings. And, and the reason I want to bring it up is that it does something that a lot of the other apps do. Does, don't do, and that is not only does it talk about feelings and and teaches kids through songs, which I it's really a musical video, and it goes through eighteen different emotions, but then it asks children to apply what they learned in a new situation. And so for me, that's the you know you've taken the learning that next step, and so what happens is. Kids can choose to watch all these different um, musical videos, and they're all showing different emotions and giving concrete suggestions about what happens when you feel frustrated. You know, I mean, the song talks about take a step back and ask for help. You know, great, great concepts. Then when they, they move into a different part of the app, you're playing with the trolley car, which, again, is, you know, so much fun. And the trolley car ends at stations where somebody is having trouble and you have to help them. And you apply what you just learned from the songs to helping another character in this world. Again, just a fabulous learning. No, I love this. And and as as you're listing them, I'm going to make sure that I include them in the show notes on the website for this so that parents can can, um, get your recommendations in a list, click through, and then um, read reviews of them. Yeah, because everything I'm talking about has been reviewed on my Tech with Kids site. So it gives parents really some some great information about how to even use the app. Sometimes we add suggestions. So 
Now I'm thinking because I work with tweens, but even even kids who are starting school, school yeah. age children, um, their peer relationships start to get more complex. Really, and more as they, <laughs> really. Um, and I'm wondering if you have some recommendations for school age kids um, before they get to middle school, where some of these uh, life skills really might be reinforced for them through through playing with apps. Right. Um, a couple. Of, there's a couple in that elementary school age. One is dealing with just fear still. I mean, that's a biggie. Mm -hmm. Um, And another one deals with shyness, which I think is a very interesting um, way to go about it as well. So the one that deals with with fears is called um, My Beastly ABCs. Believe it or not, it it sounds like it's younger. It really isn't um, because it's a fun story about uh, a little boy who's afraid of a lot of things. And on his way to school, he runs into something like 20 different monsters that represent the, uh, you know, the Loch Ness monster, zombies. I mean, it's just, it's hilarious. And uh, your worst fear is on your way to school. Right. And what's fun about this book app is that it's actually read by Jim Dale. And he's the guy who read all the Harry Potter books. So. Uh, you know, he's really good with these voices and it makes it sort of makes it even more fun. So that one's called My Beastly ABCs. The one that deals with shyness is called Even Monsters Are Shy. And the concept behind it is a little boy has a pet monster who, you know, you would expect a monster to be big and bold and in your face. Well, this one is very shy and he keeps hiding and he's afraid of the world. And the little boy goes about a three-step process to help him with his shyness. And so it's very, actually really helpful to children to sort of think about, you know, one of the things he says to his monster is, you just have to smile, you know? <laughs> I love that. And you have to be your charming, delightful self, he tells the monster. Well, and, and what I love about that, just in hearing your description of it, is that it's the child who's doing the teaching. It is. It is. And that's what makes it so <clears throat> magical. And yeah. The illustrations in this book app are just phenomenal. And the interactive points, I mean, there's just a lot of interactivity in the app. In a very, um, one one of the things I don't like, Annie, is a lot of times I see book apps where there's interactivity for no purpose. Mm. And it's just distracting, right? And so um, this one actually does do a fun job of just adding to what you're what's going on and making it more relatable to children. And I'm wondering, do any of these apps come with some kind of parental guide or leader's some, guide for teachers? Yeah, some do. Um, and, and, and I do always talk about that on my review on my website. So um, it depends on the app. Lots of times they're behind a parental gate where you can then go get questions mm-hmm. to, yeah. you know, ask your child. The PBS Kid one, uh, the one from PBS Kids does that. So I, lo- I love that idea that you're not yeah. just plugging your child into this device and not having a whole lot of awareness, either what, what they're learning or yeah. how you can reinforce the learning in the real yeah. world, as I call right. it. Um, when their playtime on the app is done. so And I, I, and I agree yeah. with you. I think that's 100% important that parents pay attention to the media that their kids are involved in, whether that be TV, movies, For apps, sure. anything, because it becomes a very open and enriching experience when parents can have a discussion about something that their kids are really tickled by. 
Um, yeah, or frightened by, or, or, frightened by, or, or worried or about, and, and or... that really enriches the parent-child um, exactly. relationship. So right. that when that child is dealing with those kinds of things in their own peer group, they now have um, they have a history with with their parent of having these kinds of conversations. Yes, yes, and 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 that's true in this middle school area. That's where you start to get because, as you mentioned before. The relationships get really complicated. Oh and my, so, yes. <laughs> and so what children that age level need is they need modeling. You know, they need to have lots of times, you know, read about the situation, played about the situation so that when it, it happens in their real world, now they've got some tools to deal with it. You know, it isn't so frightening. And they're sitting there going, Oh my God, what do I do? You want to give them that ammunition that they feel comfortable knowing that these are the steps that happen. And, and actually, Annie, you know, uh, audience, Annie has created these great <laughs> apps. I'm telling you right now that in that middle school area, her apps are my favorite. Oh, and so thank they, you. this is called the Middle School Confidential Series. And it's in my. I put them in my um, For Dummies book. I've got it all over my my website because Annie does a really nice job of create what she's used. The method you've used is a graphic novel, which is perfect for the tween and teenage. I mean, that by its very nature of the artwork makes it a little edgy. Um, I love the fact that within your apps, you have a very diverse group of friends. And I think tremendously important to that age to understand that, you know, people are different. So I want, I I love the fact that when they look at the characters in your books, they're seeing all different kinds of, of um, people represented, which I think is, again, very important. And um, this series, your series of apps, Annie, as you know, but for the audience, what they do is they give you a, a real life situation and you get to watch it played out by these characters and the friends talk to each other and they make suggestions and they learn from that process and then at the end of each chapter of this graphic knob of the at least for two and three you take these interactive quizzes and kids at this age love interactive quizzes and so it's a really great way to reinforce what they just read about, watched, thought about. Now they're thinking about it in a totally different way. So hats off to you, Annie. I <laughs> thank you, thank love you so your much. App, so. Um, and, and are there other ones that you've come across yeah, for the middle then, school age? There's one recently that that is very, very interesting. And it's... um. It's not as direct as the middle school confidential. It, those those apps you actually know that you're sort of heading into some some tough situations and reading about it and learning from it. This one I'm going to talk about is called Loose Strands, and it's from a group called I love the name of this company, Darned Socks Productions. <laughs> Just get a kick out of the name. Anyway, and the concept is it's a um, choose your own adventure book. Mm-hmm. So again, it's that you know it's that. 9 to 14 age is where mm-hmm. I would p- put it. And it's about a, a fantasy world. Uh, and it's really well presented. But it's about decisions and regret. And so perfect in the context of a choose-your-own-adventure because you're going to make decisions. And the characters 
there are characters here who have not dealt with regret correctly. And so they've sort of messed up some of their life. And it's one of those where you learn by watching the characters and help them sort of redeem themselves. And Mm -hmm. so powerful because you're very much involved in the story uh, because you're making decisions. And it graphically, unlike the when when kids were younger, they used to read Choose Your Own Adventure books and you'd yeah. have to turn to that different portion of the book. Right. In this one, you actually graphically see that when you make a decision, it shows you a map and it watch it, you watch it black out all the options that you then took away. And oh, again, one of the themes is censorship. So, um, you know, that's that's also part of what's going on. So... This sounds really intriguing. I, I used to love reading those Choose Your Own Adventure books with my kids when they were younger, and um, and I, I'm still fascinated by that branching kind of uh, interactive fiction that started way before there was interactivity of any digital kind. Um, we just have a couple more minutes, Ginny, and what? I'm wanting to give you an opportunity to let our readers and our viewers and listeners know where they can find out more of your reviews and more about your work in general. Sure. So my reviews are all on on a digital magazine that I am the editor of, and it's called techwithkids.com. And we add new content almost daily. Uh, We have a free newsletter. So, you know, again, if you want to know what's new every week or what are the new, and we, one of the things that we do in this newsletter, but it's a big part of the site, is that we put together Reckless. This is an area where there are so many apps at this point and oh, yeah. so much children's tech that it's hard for parents to figure it out. So the site is searchable by age, it's searchable by interest, it's searchable by platform. But we also do things like we'll put together Reckless. One of them you will find is about can kids learn about emotions through apps? What is a list of, there's a list of what is um, the apps that are good for kids that are suffering from fears. We'll, we'll direct you to such a series of, of apps that might be worth your looking at. So, you know, we have lots and lots of recommendations that way. And I, it, the whole reason the site exists is to try to help parents find the best tech for their kids. Well, I want to thank you so much for for spending time with us today, but also for this tremendous work that you're doing. It sounds like a fabulous resource for parents, Ginny, um, especially, as you say, when there are so many apps coming into the market um, every week. It can be overwhelming. And as parents who are, you know, caring about what kind of media their kids consume, that's that's one part of it. But to actually to to, um, make things easier for kids who may be dealing with some social emotional challenges which we all do as we grow up the idea of an app coming to to the aid of that kind of uh, learning is fabulous so yeah thank you so much for making it easier for parents to find those gems absolutely thank you for having me my pleasure have a good one this is annie fox for family confidential to learn more about my work visit anniefox.com and check out my parenting book Teaching Kids to Be Good People, Progressive Parenting for the 21st Century. And my latest book for tween girls, The Girls' Q&A Book on Friendship, 50 Ways to Fix a Friendship Without the Drama. And if you like this podcast, we ask that you review it on iTunes. It may be a little thing to you, but it means an awful lot to us. Family Confidential Podcast is produced by Electric Egg Plant, creators of books and apps for parents, kids, tweens, and teens. 
And please tune in next time when my guest will be Amy Lang. Amy is the founder of birdsandbeesandkids.com. She's a sex educator, and she teaches parents of all beliefs how to have easy, open, and effective conversation with their children about sexuality, love, and relationships. Until next time, happy parenting.